Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast. And I'm Chad Huffman. And I'm Dave Bittner. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2023. Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics. Here's a quick rundown of today's events. Today is International Noise Awareness Day. Yay! My favorite day. I can say everything is a noise and it annoys me. <laughs> that the old man say, of me. What'd you say? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we laugh about that. But it, like, what's it, going on? I um, I'm almost completely deaf in my left ear, thanks to um, I will call it self-inflicted stupidity. Uh, many, 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 many years ago. It's so long ago. Dave didn't even know me then. I um. You know, I used to DJ in the clubs and the bars, and I had these big, huge speakers, and there were thousand watts to turn on the amp, uh, uh, the, to turn on the woofers, and you know, and I used to, to to really enjoy that stuff. And then I joined the Marine Corps, and my job was to teach people to shoot. And uh, my boss says, "Wear hearing protection, or I'll beat you up." And my coworkers, my fellow Marines, said, "If you." If you wear hearing protection, you can't hear. I can't make this stuff up. This is the 80s here. They said if a person's going to get off the firing line and start going crazy and shooting other people, they will mumble first. That was what I was told, right? So if you wear hearing protection, you can't hear them mumble before they get up and start shooting and you want to keep them down the ground. So to solve this problem, like an idiot, I wore hearing protection in my right ear where my boss was looking at me. In the left ear where the shooters were, I didn't wear hearing protection. So at the end of my Uh-oh. at the end of my enlistment, they said, you have a significant hearing loss in your left ear, to which I said, Dave, huh? Huh? <laughs> and, and and to this day, I um when I sit down at a restaurant, I, I invariably will pick a spot where my right ear will be towards the server and the wait staff. Um, my wife will repeat things for me all the time when it's a left side situation. And, and, and Dave and Chad, you guys will laugh at this. One of my buddies uh, lives down the road from me, Tim. He, um, he has um, had an infection in his ear and he lost hearing in his left ear. So when the two of us are sitting down, we have to like try to position as we're talking. So we both have, Right side. It's very awkward. Now, why is looking at it like, what are you guys doing? We're, we're trying to talk. So when we talk about noise awareness day, uh, lawnmowers, because it's springtime. Uh, those of you like to, uh, to, to shoot the uh, noise volumes. Uh, it's a very important day to consider uh, what our noises are in our environment and how to protect ourselves. Sure. I mean, we grew up in an era where, you know, we said, if it's too loud, you're too old. And that was the rock and roll we played. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I grew up a drummer since I was a, a young kid. Um, and, but, you know, when you're young, you don't wear the hearing protection. You want to hear how you're playing. Um, so some dumb, dumb moves of my youth. Um, but, I, you know, as I've gotten older, I've gotten at least a little bit wiser. And I'll wear the hearing protection when I do things like cutting my grass. I actually keep hearing protection in my pocket so I don't get caught unawares out in the field as well. Um, so it, 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 well, you can get the, you know, you can get the reusable kind in the nice little plastic case and, you know, even okay. the kind that hangs like army style on your, 
on your vest or whatever. So it's I actually always- saw mine the other day. It's been 35 years, but I, I saw it in a night sound like, wow, I still have that thing. I'm not putting those hearing uh, 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 foamies back in my ear because they're probably rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. You find those old They're army fossils. mementos. <laughs> We're so old, we own fossils. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Chad, at some point in your life, you're going to get to the point where you will turn the radio down to find an address. <laughs> I'm there all the time. So, so, yes, sometimes I do that now. <laughs> so, well, International Noise Awareness Day is today. Uh, folks, we've also got. Uh, National Pretzel Day. Okay, so what is it? Soft, hard, stick, twisty. Um, did, <laughs> what, what, what kinds? What is cinnamon, it? cinnamon coated, sugar covered, whatever it is. And, yeah, I, I I like soft pretzels. Do, do you know the Do you know the history of the pretzel? Do you know what the pretzel is? Why is, is the shape it is that you know your typical pretzel? No, it is, a, it is supposed to be a praying monk crossing their arms in front of them and they say and they're, they're actually uh, uh, credited with uh, inventing the soft pretzel and it's supposed to be the the father, son and holy spirit are the the holes. So I watched <laughs> PBS, interesting place to get some information um, and that was years ago. Interesting. Hey, that was pretty cool. I like those making of things. So I was I'm glad you were filling it in because I was looking for a word, and the word I wanted to say for my pretzels eclectic because I love soft ones. <laughs> I love hard ones. I like the little nib ones. I like the pretzel rods. Um, probably my least favorite is the traditional hard. Well, I say traditional, the 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 normal hard pretzel that's in the shape that Dave just described. Because I'd rather have the warm, soft ones for there. And um I was in Nuremberg, Germany several years ago. And um, um, I'm probably going to get in trouble from from a lot of people saying this, but I was I had drove about an hour from um, uh, Grafenvier to uh, uh, Nuremberg on a Sunday morning. And I wanted to there's this like 500 year old Lutheran church uh, and I wanted to go to the service. And I was standing up front at like 630 in the morning so I could go to this really cool old church and hear the, everything would be in German. And there was a guy selling beer pretzels and bratwurst at 6 30 in the morning on a sunday morning because it is germany and i'd, I'd love to say how wonderful the church was but i sat out there because it wouldn't let me take the beer in the church had my huge <laughs> soft pretzel my bratwurst and drank my beer like i said Tim, that was satan He's out <laughs> no <laughs> pretzel beer, day beer and pretzels beer and pretzels yeah next oh, time don't I won't, forget uh, combos don't forget combos Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. We forgot mm-hmm. combos. That was a that was an awesome invention. Yes. Yeah. Oh, those were so good. <laughs> we also have I I don't know about this one. We have uh, National Denim Day. Is today. Blue Jeans. Blue Jean Day. National Denim Day. So um, I was uh, involved making this uh, video several years ago for the National Safety Council. And um, I was the subject matter expert for their forklift training program. This is a decade ago. And what I didn't understand, because I thought they said, they said, Tim, you're the subject matter expert and you are, uh, tell us what we need to know about forklifts. And so I did. And then what I didn't realize is that I had to pick out the font 
of in the books, the video of um, uh, music that would play in there. And when they started asking me about shirt uh, colors, and and this is my 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 man ignorance that I would say, they they said, she goes, would you prefer a chambray shirt? And I'm like. I am never going to wear a chambray shirt in my life. There is no way you would ever convince it. And they're like, do you know what chambray is? And I said, well, I'm not wearing it. And they said, it's it's denim. It's blue jean. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll wear a chambray shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also National Chambray Day, I guess. Um, now that you put it that way, right? <laughs> no, yeah. Now well, that we know Let's talk that old guy here because, to, Tim, you, you know, you know me, Chad, Chad I don't think you, you've ever seen, you know, below the top of me. Um, I hardly ever wear jeans anymore. So I did. It's an it's another old guy thing. When you're when you're old, you don't care about being stylish. You care about practicality and comfort. So I always wear my. Uh, I'm going to give a free plug to Five Eleven tactical cargo tactical gear. Yeah. pockets everywhere. Especially <laughs> when I'm out in the field, I have to have all those pockets because I carry all this all this gear and stuff when I'm out in the field, and so, uh, and I just like it. Chad, if, yeah. if you if you hang out with military guys long enough or girls, service members, you're going to come across there's glitches in our in our programming, and one is that you will never throw anything on the ground. You need to have a pocket. So if you see something, you pick it up and you put it in your pocket. If you have some trash, it never hits the ground. You put it in your pocket and you walk by the trash can, and what ends up happening is your pockets get very full and they end up in your washing machine, your dryer, and then you can. Empty them all again. Yeah. So we need all those pockets because we're always policing up the trash. And quite, you get questions <laughs> from your wife too. What yeah. was this doing in your pocket? It's like it, it was on the ground. I picked it up. What are you yep. doing? Picked up. It's like it, never mind. I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah. Old guy we stuff. Also, we also have for today uh, National Administrative Professionals Day. I would like to thank our administrative professionals and. Here at Exceed Safety, we have a number of them uh, out there. We have a, a pretty good support staff on there and thank all of them for all their hard work and their effort. Uh, one of them was sending me emails way past my bedtime last night telling us that we hit yesterday morning. I think we we're at 19,000 downloads or, or 18.7. Um, this morning uh, or late last night, we were at 20,100. We're at 20,700 downloads uh, we've had 10,000 downloads of our morning show in the last 30 days. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is, that is amazing. Uh, like us, follow us, share us. This is uh, really gaining some momentum here, and we're very appreciative of that. And we are still maintaining our five-star rating, so people apparently like uh, um, some of our squirrel moments when we go down the uh, beaten path. That sounds uh, to me like... Uh... <laughs> Is that is that a uh, special show time for twenty or twenty five thousand? Maybe some kind of uh, you know, qu question, Tim the Master about I, all of I, his. I his don't. Thoughts. I don't know if twenty five thousand is like a, some kind of tipping point because it, it's happening pretty quick. You know, we're we're downloading. Uh, you know, the fact that we went through you know, we had ten thousand in a week, so we're we're doing almost two thousand a day downloads. So. So all I can say is I thank think, you to our uh, listeners. Keep spreading it. People like that 30-minute um podcast too. It's the commute. Yeah. So uh, you know, if you you know, since we're on the road a lot, um I like to listen to podcasts when I'm on the road. Absolutely. I even listen to our podcast, believe it or not. You know, don't like to hear my own voice, but you know, you guys sound all right. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a thing. 30 minutes is a good spot for most people to meet the work. So, I think, uh, think that's good. And I'm glad people are enjoying it. I really am. So, Monday night, I walk into our kitchen and my wife is listening to something on her phone. And I walk in there and I say, Hey, honey, what's up? She goes, Shut up. I'm listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a first. <laughs> that's the first oh man although i will tell you one of my my wife having listened to me for for 40 years um several years ago and she had one of those garmin um uh gps's uh, i found out you could record the voice there was an app so i spent about two hours one sunday and i recorded my voice saying turn right in three quarters of a mile and i recorded all that and um and and our kids, uh, who are all adults in their 30s now, um, they actually didn't realize when they would get in mom's car that that was my voice. And then one of her girlfriends was in the car. She goes, ah, it sounds just like your husband. She goes, it is. She goes, it was the greatest thing ever. She goes, well, what do you mean? She goes, it's Tim with a mute button. <laughs> <laughs> that is my wife. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome but you know what it had, had it been flipped you'd have done the same thing to Ab- her. absolutely <laughs> absolutely so uh and no i didn't make any funny uh things i read exactly what the script said and, and made that so um and i think one of my grandchildren actually has that gps right now too and still has my voice in there but don't know if they know it hey um we were going to talk about uh, free resources for safety information today, and um, I kind of hit the pause because I was going through uh, our administrative professionals were doing their work last night and this morning for our podcast, start recording, and we've had a number of uh, uh, workers die in the last 24 hours. Um, um, so, so I wanted to talk about each one of them, and I'm Terrible tragedy. We don't have enough information on there, but we do have a couple little tidbits on there, and there's no common denominator here. So we're just going to talk a little bit about each one of those. Uh, The first one is out of uh, Mobile, Alabama. Um, A tree worker was killed. um, From what the news was reporting, um, became tangled in his harness, and um, I don't know if that was the result of the tree falling down or partially falling down and uh, 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 the harness tightening or not. We don't have enough information, but um, uh, just the phrase tangled in your harness. Well, one thing I always said, tell people about, uh, um, you know, working on trees, obviously, well, not obviously, but this was probably a professional. I tell people, if you do not know extensively how to, how to, you know, fell a big tree, hire an arborist or, you know, a tree professional and let them do it because it can be a very, very hazardous thing to do. Not to mention, not, not, not just to you, but to your car and to your house too. So Mm -hmm. please be careful with that. Do not underestimate what can happen when you're cutting down a tree. He was looking at me the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) I was. Yeah, it's uh, uh yeah, so uh, uh a tangled harness in a tree. We'll wait for more information on there. Uh Lamont, Illinois, a uh, a worker who uh was a high school teacher and a high school wrestling coach worked oh, at man. a uh, asphalt plant and there was a 
explosion and a fire in an asphalt holding tank, which is where they take the, the hot tar, which is a petroleum-based product, and they have to keep it uh, hot with some pretty intensive burners. Um, Lamont is a Chicago suburb, so this uh, tank fire explosion happened there, killing um, a, a very popular and well-known wrestling coach and teacher. Uh, um, that's a bummer for a lot of people. Um, any environmental stuff mentioned with that, Tim, being uh, an asphalt fire? This is actually uh, uh, the when I looked at this at three o'clock in the morning, it was actually a four hour old report. So it was like a 10 or 11 o'clock. Uh, so again, other than cool. that it was a very well-known local person there in Lamont, Illinois, there's not a whole lot in there, but I do know, um, uh, you know, I don't know how big that tank was, but when tanks explode, they just dump everything in the ground. But a lot of those places have to have that containment tank around there to, to capture it um, uh, in that case right there. Um, Delta Township, Michigan, a worker dies in an industrial accident. And that is all everybody is saying up there in Michigan. Um, no other news, um, of what location it was, what employer it was, um, or anything like that. It's, uh, uh, just a death. And they said that, that my which is Michigan OSHA was up there. Um, and local sheriff's department was there as well. So we don't know exactly what was, was uh, going on there um, on that. Um, but it's an industrial uh, event. The last one is um, uh, Sevierville, uh, Tennessee. Um, a death occurred yesterday while a young person, I think he was 21, was operating a skid steer, a bobcat, one of those uh, utility vehicles. Um, don't know what the exact operation was, but... Um, yeah, if you're not familiar with skid steers, folks, they're very small, very mobile um, machines. Um, they move pretty quickly, uh, so there's a lot there's a lot of potential hazard there. Um, they pivot steer because they're usually on tracks. There are mm -hmm. wheeled ones, but uh, um, yeah. So if you work around skid steers, don't underestimate what could happen with those, and don't hot dog. Not saying that that's what happened at all, right? But, um, you know, we see them a lot on on job sites uh, uh, when we do construction jobs. So just, you know, be be careful. Be right. Careful. So they said they was operating the skid steer. So so the question comes to mind. And again, we don't have anywhere near enough information. If he'd had his seatbelt on, he probably wouldn't have been outside the compartment. But this could have been an, an impalement situation, um, um, a, a crushing situation. Um one of my first fatalities that I was ever involved in um, as a safety professional very early in my career was actually a um, mechanic working on a skid steer um, and was crushed to death. Um, he had lifted the bucket and the arm up and was working in the hydraulic lines. And when he opened up one of the hydraulic lines uh, with his wrench, it started squirting hydraulic out and it got in his eyes and he cleaned his eyes out and he put the rag down, and, you know, and he was just straightening things up. And what he didn't realize is the arm was slowly coming down. Um, and when it made contact with his back, that was the first thing. And it was a very slow, it was probably about 60 seconds, but when it started crushing him and then um, the hydraulic lines uh, had to be severed on both ends of the cylinder to release the pressure. Um, and they weren't able to 
to do that or come up with that solution in enough time where he was uh, suffocated to death. So there's a lot of stuff that could be potentially going on here, but they did say in the news that he was a, uh, he was the operator. So it's, um, and, and this is why you stay out from underneath a raised load at any time. Um, obviously with his, you know, his vision being impaired, I'm sure that played a role, but you do yeah. see people on things like forklifts and, whatnot they'll walk under a load guys you'd never know when the hydraulic line will go and it, it, it may not be slow if the line busts completely it may come down in a hurry um yeah. don't do it just stay out from underneath loads right you know that actually uh, uh last week i got a phone call from um uh, a potential client and uh they had some people working in a um I'll call it a large uh, processing machine. It was so big that um, um, you went through a, a a door that raised straight up and dropped straight down. Um, and four people could easily fit in a space. And they were doing some relining of this, uh, this machinery on the inside there. And there was a power outage and the door just dropped like a guillotine. Um, uh, yeah. And um, um no one had anticipated that this was a um uh, it was a during the commissioning phase so this was a new device or machine um and and it should not have done that and it just dropped like guilty and i will say the door probably weighed about 30 or 40 pounds so it wasn't like a two three thousand pound thing coming down um uh, but it still was something that you don't anticipate that um just happening. So same thing. Dave's very right with anytime you walk underneath a, uh, a machine with the, has a mechanism there, dump trucks, dump bodies um, on or, or, or buckets, uh, uh, loading arms, stuff like that. If it, if, if it breaks, it's going to come down and it might come down quick. It might not come down fast, but if you don't see it coming, it's still going to hurt you. So maybe think of like, um, you know, when Dave said that I was thinking, excuse me, like hazard awareness, just trying to be mindful. I mean, you know, this, there's a line where maybe you commit an unsafe act that has, you know, unfortunate consequences perhaps. Um, but then there's just a case, you know, like you guys are talking about where, you know, some things, just things happen. I mean, brand new equipment and something just goes. I mean, nobody has any expectation it's going to fail. But yeah. if you're, you're doing at least everything that you can be to be aware of the hazard, be safe. I mean, it, it might be the case that you still get hurt or something like that. Um, but just not making those types of decisions like Dave was talking about walking under things you shouldn't be walking under, you know, getting into a hole or something where you're like, I, if I can't really fit in here, I, I shouldn't be trying to bypass some of these things. Like, um, yeah, just, Sometimes unfortunate things like that can happen. We just got to be aware of what's going on. Yeah. Always look for those situations. Keep your eyes and, and ears open. Uh, look for not putting yourself in that position. It's a uh, number of tragedies in the news today. Uh, as always, we always try to keep a um, um, an eye towards them to give you some follow-up on there. That wraps up this episode of Safety Unlocked, The Morning Show. I'm Tim Neubauer with Chad Huffman and Dave Bittner. Remember, everyone, safety is everyone's business. Everyone have a safe week. You've been listening to Safety Unlocked, a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by 
Exceed Safety. Visit our website at ExceedSafetyLLC.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. Exceed Safety, LLC.